what up what up what up folks welcome to episode 90 of the spun today podcast i'm your host tony ortiz thank you very much for listening if you'd like to sponsor or help support the spun today podcast you can do your shopping on amazon like you normally do except instead of going to amazon.com go to spun today.com s-p-u-n today.com click on my affiliate links tab and then the amazon banner and there it'll take you to the amazon website where you can do your shopping like you normally do it doesn't cost you anything extra but it does help support the podcast and is much appreciated in this episode that kicks off 2018 i speak about changing my iphone battery myself watching both of dave Chappelle's new comedy specials which are named equanimity and the bird eye revelation revelation i also speak about watching netflix's first original major motion picture if i'm not mistaken uh named the bright starring will smith and about an original netflix show master of none winning a golden globe for best actor in aziz ansari if for some reason you think that my take on any of these topics may be interesting to you you're probably mistaken but it'd be much appreciated if you stuck around either way so first off happy 2018 you know what i noticed the last like few episodes fell the last like uh, i guess like three episodes of the podcast fell like either right before like the week before or like a a day or two after uh like the major uh, u.s holidays here like thanksgiving um christmas and new and new year's and i forgot to you know wish everybody a happy thanksgiving merry christmas happy new year and all that good stuff and speak about the holidays and shit and um after every episode i was like ah fuck i forgot to say you know merry christmas it's not gonna be you know another episode or like the end of the year episode in 2017 i didn't say like shit about that but uh whatever just slipped my mind hope all was well for you fine folks and uh here's to kicking off uh healthy healthy happy prosperous 2018 i'm psyched about it being 2018 i think it's gonna be a big year um partial to the number eight it's my favorite number so since the year ends in an eight um i'm partial to the number eight why do you like the number eight tony um first off my mother the woman that gave brought me into this world i was born in august and she was born in august and august is the eighth month of the year also the number eight looks like the uh you know turned on its side is the infinity sign so it's it's it kind of to me like symbolizes uh like stick-to-itiveness and and things everlasting and keeping on keeping on type of thing uh kobe bryant best basketball player ever to play the game and um his original jersey number was number eight yes for any of you young listeners out there uh kobe bryant before he was number 24 uh, was number eight for half his career and when Kobe went into the league he was drafted out of uh, St. Marion or Marion Lower Marion uh, High School in Pennsylvania and it was back when I used to like follow basketball I was like really into I used to like play it you know pick up games and stuff like that and it was like my favorite sport or whatever I used to watch I used to watch like college basketball and shit like that too now I don't follow pretty much any sport except like UFC to like that level of like paying attention um 
But back then when Kobe got drafted, he was 18. I was like in junior high. I want to say seventh, but maybe eighth grade. Probably seventh, actually. <clears throat> and I was really into basketball. And instantly he was like, I knew he was going to be like big. Like I was like an instant Kobe fan. I just thought it was dope. You know, a high school kid, you know, fucking he was like four years older than me. Got drafted into the NBA. I'm into basketball. I could do it too type of thing. And, um, uh, yeah, so he wore uh, jersey number eight. And uh, inter- interesting factoid about Kobe, actually, because I, I just recently watched his his um, jersey retirement um, ceremony. And uh, Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Lakers, said something that I, I guess it's true, unless she was just, like, blowing smoke, but I don't know what the purpose of that would have been, like, in that setting. But that... And and I did see like memes about it online, like splitting up uh, Kobe's accomplishments. They pretty much said that Kobe's accomplishments under the number eight and Kobe's accomplishments under the number twenty-four. If that was two different people, both um, both would be Hall of Famers, and they you know, individually, like standalone, would be Hall of Famers and worthy of their jerseys being you know like ho- hoisted up and retired. Um, you know, he had like three championships uh, under one number, two championships under the other, league MVP under one, uh, playoffs MVP under the other, uh, scoring championship under one, and you know, so on and so forth. So, a ton of accolades and shit. I just thought that was interesting and pretty cool. So, why else do I like the number eight? Eminem is from Eight Mile. It was affiliated the number eight with him as well, and he's obviously goes without saying, greatest rapper to ever do it, right? greatest lyricist absolutely the cleverest without contestation um yeah so i don't know i'm I'm excited about this year and then we'll see how it goes my first novel should be published this year which is a little bittersweet because it's mainly because i didn't meet my self-imposed uh december 2017 deadline (laughs) so give myself a bit of an extension and um but you know hopefully it's better it's better for it i'm definitely on a hopefully it's not one of those like new year's resolution type of things it wasn't a new year's resolution but uh because i didn't like have any but hopefully it's not like one of those new year's resolution things that just fizzle out after a couple weeks but i've been like on a a writing tear the last no i'm not gonna call it tear i'm on a five-day writing streak so um and I feel like I'm gelling, like with the book, you know what I mean, and 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 doing a lot of final, final edits to, to a, a bunch of scenes, so I'm excited about it. And there's a a couple other exciting things poised to happen this year as well. Um, that I'm definitely looking forward to. So we'll see. Hopefully, it's uh it remains a positive and and uh, exciting year to look forward to that said so fixing my iphone or changing the battery myself i don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, iphone gate or battery gate apple gate christina Applegate. i don't know what they're calling it but pretty much it well if you own an iphone which i have like for years like i think i got the like the first iphone and since then i've always only had an iphone i definitely didn't have like every one like i don't get every one that comes out I usually wait like a model or two and then um 
or two or three models rather and then like jump on on one but um you realize that when a new model comes out or definitely like the third model after it or the second model after the one that you have slows down like it's not as responsive the touchscreen isn't as good the apps take longer to load and people have always like speculated that you know apple's just like zapping your phone with some like some shit to like slow it down and fuck it up so that you you know it entices you you know to get a new phone and buy one of their new newly available phones like oh shit hey your phone's fucked up hey look at this new shiny one that we're selling coincidentally at the same exact time but it was all like speculation and shit so then it came out actually that they were slowing phones down but this is their um paraphrasing but their official response is something along the lines of the batteries in the phones last about two years from there the battery life is is dramatically less our way to compensate for that so that you don't so that you're able to get a full day's worth of phone usage from that battery that is drained is for us to slow down your phone or make it you know less responsive so that you can be able to use your phone for at least a day get a day's worth of use out of it because if not then it'll drain in you know in a short period of time which was actually happening to my phone and you know like i would charge it and normally you know i would like listen to podcasts or like write on my phone on the scrivener writing app which has been dope by the way i continue to to uh recommend that to anybody who's into writing and um you know and it's usually you know fine like when i when i get to work but lately um since the battery has gotten like so much like weaker i have a iphone 6 maybe 6s but i think the 6 um the like the battery would just like drain like let's say i would have it at 100 and normally before performance wise maybe it'll be like in the 80s or 90s like by the time i get to work like 40 minutes later so like half hour worth of use type of thing but lately with the battery being all fucked up and shit that shit dropped to would drop to like 20s you know go into like the power save mode shit that orange yellow thing or whatever and um it was fucked up and the fucked up thing about it because i guess there's logic behind that right sounds like bullshit but there's some logic behind it and i know the battery definitely doesn't work the way it used to like you constantly had to like charge it unless they're doing something to fuck up the battery which is just dirty <laughs> but um the fucked up thing is that you know they were this one that came out because of the like the scrutiny that was put on them for the sloans being slowed down and stuff like that and they even to like compensate for it a bit they used to sell the replacement of the batteries like you can take an old iphone to an iphone store and get a brand new battery and supposedly it's going to work the same um for the price before it was like 75 or 85 bucks or something like that and now and they dropped the price to like 25 or 35 bucks in order to like change the battery now the whole this whole thing unfolded after i actually changed the battery myself 
because the phone was the new phones came out and i have the six and the the eight and the ten came out but i was contemplating getting the seven because like when they for example they come out with a with a new phone the you know previous phone gets substantially like discounted and i had the one before that even so it would be an upgrade for me but i would get it like at a you know a good decent price so i was gonna do that and my phone was just like acting up like so much the battery was drained like it was shit so before doing that though i was like fuck it let me see if i can just change it myself because you know what do they do they open up the phone plug a battery in you know how hard could it be so like googled it surely enough there was like a shitload of videos about it how to do it do it yourself guides and shit like that and there's even like whole kits that you can buy which i bought on amazon for like 25 bucks which includes the battery includes all the tools for the weird like little screws like custom screws and shit like that little custom screwdrivers they sell you and the little thing to like lift the screen and a little suction cup thing like the whole nine every single thing they need in order to to change your battery and they had it on on amazon for 25 bucks there's a video of someone that i found and i'll actually link to all the shit in the episode notes in case you guys are interested um to try it out yourselves because they have it for like every type of phone um or at least every different like type of iphone i'm, I'm sure you can find like for other phones as well and this video is like the person using like the exact same kit so it's not like you know you buy a kit you might not have all the same pieces as in the video and stuff like that and whatever so it was like an exact step by step and you know 25 bucks and um this is when the alternative was only changing the battery directly with apple which was like 75 or 85 bucks to do so i was like i'm not gonna spend 75 bucks and then i changed the battery and then i find out that the phone is still slow as shit just because it's like the operating system or whatever because even though you op- you update the new operating like system and stuff like that it still doesn't work the same on the old phones which that part i think is still purposeful but whatever i figured um i don't want to waste the 75 bucks to change the battery and then find that out let me and then wind up having to get a new phone anyway let me just risk it and change it myself it looks easy enough 25 bucks and if it doesn't work i'll just order the phone that i was about to order anyway and um i ordered it watched the video a bunch of times and the kit comes with like little instructions too i read that just to like bridge the gap between the two between like the video and and instructions in the booklet just to see if they if they matched or like bridge the gap like where they it didn't match and go with whichever version sounded like it would work better and um i changed it and then i put the phone back together and i couldn't see the screen it was like bricked it was like fucked the phone and um then i opened it up again like the screen has like you know it has like those uh, um like motherboard like chips that click into like the motherboard like that green mother motherboard thing i don't know how to describe it um but those like little black microchip looking things and you have to click them like in the right spots and they'll click in but it's not necessarily like in the right location you know what i mean and um i had to like put them on take them off put them on take them off and then close the phone up again and then it was working but it had like 
I finally got it to work, but it had like some some like lines on the screen, like going like vertically, like through the screen, which looked like shit. But at least the phone worked. So I kind of like left it like that because I don't want to like fuck up the phone to the point that it wasn't gonna work. And I was like, whatever. I've been at it for for a while. Um, I was like extra extra like careful with this, so it took me like almost an hour. But you can do it in like twenty minutes, half hour. And um, all the buttons worked and everything like that. But then I noticed the next day, the like the lines on the screen were like fucking up like the texting. So I couldn't use like all the letters like in like by the line. So I couldn't use the letters like C and V and R and F. And like I would type, I would click on them, but it would like register as an H or something. You know what I mean? So it was like fucked up. So then. That night when I got home, I disconnected everything again, tried it again, and <clears throat> fucked with it a bunch, and then it actually worked, and it's working perfectly. The battery life is back to how it used to be before, and the phone is still, it, it's much better. It It's it's working fine. Like, I'm going to keep this phone, um, but I do notice that the, like the response time, although it's much better like it feels like a little laggy still like it's not as as like quick and sharp as a brand new phone but whatever for 25 bucks i extended the life of it for i'm guessing at least at least another few months or hopefully as long as like the battery lasts which supposedly is like two years just like the the original ones but anyway i just thought that was interesting wanted to share it with you fine folks and um, I'll link uh, in the episode notes to uh, to the video that I use and, and uh, the kit that you guys can buy to do it yourselves as well, if you're having the same issue. And of course, if you have the cojones to take apart your iPhone and do it yourself. Dave Chappelle is definitely one of the goats. He is so fucking good. I've always I've always said and I've said it a bunch of times in the podcast. So if you fucks don't believe me, just go back and listen. That comedians have a certain way that I definitely vibe with of like looking at things, of objectively looking at things, and I see their, I see them having a unique ability to break down situations and find creative solutions, and they def it's definitely a an interesting form of intelligence in my opinion and dave Chappelle is like one of the smartest and um to the point that i forget who it was that said this but it was i want to say it was in a breakfast club interview and they asked them who they think should like run for president type of thing or who do you think um would would if they did run for president have like a, a sick impact on on things and the person said Dave Chappelle. Oh no, you know who it was? I'm lying. It was, it was fucking. It was Jay Z in that that um interview that I featured on the Midday Monday Boost Letter that you guys can subscribe to for free, and I give you guys cool shit to look at and read and see uh, once a week on Mondays at noon. And one of those things was the video of the week was um. An interview that Jay Z did on Rap Radar, I want to say, 
and um he said that one of the people that he finds most intelligent or something like that i forget what the exact question was um is dave Chappelle. and as soon as he said it i was like i i i get it i'm with you we're here he really is a smart dude and has uh, an interesting take on on a ton and um there was uh definitely a political and societal undertones and overtones in both these specials he's like masterful with his he's a master of, of the craft and he literally has a bit where he tells you the the punchline first and he tells you that he's going to tell you the punchline first and that he's going to tell you this long this long bit or joke and um that you're not going to see the the punchline coming even though he's telling you what the punchline is going to be and he does it and delivers 100% <laughs> on that and um we're able to even do things like that that just shows like how ill you are you know what i mean it's like being in a in an mma match and saying i'm you know gonna hit you with the right hook and then doing it and connecting he's really insightful um definitely a reason why netflix paid him 60 million for three specials and i'm very much looking forward to rewatching both of them and you find folks should too coal i never seen a lump of coal in my life um speaking of netflix spending the dollars they released their first major motion picture i don't know why i'm calling it that i think that's true i think that's a true statement it's definitely not their first like original movie but i think this is like their at least their like biggest budget one and um starring a a list hollywood actor and will smith the name of the movie is bright and the total i thought when i originally spoke about this in the podcast way long ago like just like i want to say it was maybe even last year or something like that but like when the deal was announced i thought that will smith was getting 90 million and um but that was not the case it was the entire budget of the movie was 90 million which is still like huge and crazy especially for um an entity like netflix you know it's not hollywood it's an outsider quote-unquote to hollywood and they are like disrupting that space which is which is dope because i'm not into the whole there being just like one gatekeeper for like anything uh type of thing you know it's it's good to have options and uh netflix put up a formidable uh movie you know something that rivals the content that comes out of hollywood and it definitely did it had you had like i said um a couple of of great actors a lot of great actors but um two very well-known ones and one definitely a a a list uh celebrity in will smith i'm biased with will smith i've always liked will smith even though he plays he plays like the same role he's kind of like denzel washington in that way i think denzel plays well with the exception of roman israel probably even though he was kind of like that same role too just like a nerdier version but um will smith is plays a, a similar type of role like in all his movies he's saving the world in independence day he's saving the world from aliens in hitchcock he's saving the world from you know he's a fucking superhero in men in black saving the world from aliens in 
Wild Wild West saving fucking America. In Hitchcock, he's saving the world from fucking aliens again. Uh, not Hitchcock. In uh, in Bright, <laughs> in this movie in Bright, he's like a local cop and um, he plays like that badass like saving the day type of role. Cause then movies like Bad Boy and stuff like that, you know, he's just like a badass cop and like saving the day type of thing. The hero role, you know, uh, which is definitely nothing wrong with it, especially when you do it like at that level and that well, and. Um, I've always loved like the Fresh Prince and shit like that. Like one of my favorite sitcoms growing up. And um, so yeah, I'm definitely partial to Will Smith. So I probably would have said that I liked the movie anyway, and or not said that I liked that. I probably would have found something to like within it anyway. But I just thought it was a good movie. I think it was it was polarizing. There were people that were like, "What the fuck is this piece of shit?" And then people that were like, "Yo, that shit was really good." And I'm in the latter category. Um, I liked the, like, racial undertone, uh, like, storylines, like, with the orcs or, or, like, the new minorities, and, you know, for those of you that haven't watched the movie, spoiler alert, it's, um, it's a setting in a contemporary LA, California. Will Smith is a cop. He has a partner who's an orc, and orc is, um, some alien species that somewhere along the line you get the the sense and the vibe um soon into like watching the movie that you know aliens and different species started like merging and like living with uh humans on earth and you know people just lived amongst aliens and shit and um as we do we we you know like the way we do with like new immigrants or something like that when there's a wave of I, the first Irish that came um, to Ellis Island, to New York, like they were treated like shit. And then, the, then they moved up a little bit. Then the Italians, then they were treated like shit. Then they moved up a little bit. Then Puerto Ricans and Hispanics and, you know, so forth and so on and so forth. And, and blacks and, you know, there's always, we find people to discriminate. People that are different. And in this world, like the orcs were like the bottom of the barrel. But then... There were um, other species like fairies. Fairies, I think they were called. Or el- no, 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 elves. There were fairies too, actually. But there were elves. The elves were like the chic, rich, fucking high class species. Then humans were like, you know, somewhere in between. But it was like, you know, still Earth and like our planet type of thing. So humans were like, not running shit, but, you know, still had a, like, dominant position, I guess you can call it. And besides that, everything was kind of, like, normal. You know, there were there were cops, there were fighting crime and shit like that, and just dealing with different species and different people's shit, different types of species shit. And, of course, it's a Will Smith movie, so... <laughs> they there were like aliens well well yeah there were aliens everybody was a fucking alien but there were he had to save the day against this evil force from ex- existential fucking force that was going to kill life on the planet or something like that and um i thought the story was was good it was interesting it kept kept you engaged the movie was a touch long i think i I don't i honestly don't know what the runtime was but it it just felt like 
maybe like 10 or 15 minutes too long but besides that that's like you know i was like engaged throughout it i found it interesting visually i thought it was dope like i honestly have like no knocks against it like it was like fine it was a good movie like i would have if i would have paid to go to movie theater uh to to watch it it would have been an enjoyable experience which is what you want it's definitely not like movie of the year or anything like that um but it was dope and the fact that it's you know coming from netflix and it's rivaling like the status quo um it's just dope in and of itself that it's able to like fuck with and compete at that level which is cool and did you guys hear about like um uh apple um like putting in like an offer or like wanting to or showing interest in buying netflix which would be sick like that see that's when it's like too big like company gets too huge like i wouldn't like that um i like that they're like separate and then you have like other competition like for example disney owns hulu or bought hulu and now owns it and um they pulled like all their disney shit from that was on netflix they pulled it from netflix to like exclusively play it on hulu to like give hulu some play which you know is another streaming service and stuff like that for movies and shows and original content and shit like that to kind of like check netflix a bit so you know what i mean like it's that competition it, it gives us as consumers options and raises like the the quality level of things which is pretty cool it's a win-win but definitely definitely it wouldn't be for like apple buying netflix and like everything just becoming like one under one thing <laughs> you know what i mean then we'd be fucked enter net neutrality and um lastly master of none speaking of netflix again fuck i was fucking speak about netflix you know what it is it's that like i barely watch like regular regular tv like anything that i watch is i would say 85 90 percent netflix maybe not that high maybe like 80 percent netflix 10 percent like downloaded shit allegedly and the rest tv and like that's composed of like fucking like ufc or like shark tank and like shit like that or lieutenant joe kenda show homicide hunter like those id discovery shows that my wife is like obsessed with i get into those sometimes too anyway speaking of netflix netflix has an original show called master of none starring aziz ansari which i've done podcasts um about in the past so if you're interested in my take on season one and season two feel free to go check out a previous episode of the podcast um but i just wanted to give a quick shout out to aziz who could not be with me on the show today partly because i don't know him or have any clue or any way of getting in touch with him and if i did he probably wouldn't do the podcast anyway but um just want to give him him a shout out because he it's his show he's the creator of the show he's starring in the show he's a writer on the show and he um got a golden globe for best actor and the golden globe is a prestigious you know like probably like the second most prestigious award for actors and shit like that uh, tv actors and 
Netflix is, you know, disrupt disrupted definitely the TV space. Um, just like it's trying to with the like movie space with, you know, big budget movies like Bright. And it's cool that like a a separate independent thing that's not beholden to the major networks like NBC, ABC, etc. Um is um not only up for but actually winning awards and best actor is like one of the biggest awards that's like one of like the last ones that they do at like the night of like those awards right like it's like best tv show best actor best actress uh stuff like that so that's definitely dope it's a good look for aziz definitely good look for who's a who's a hilarious comic um in and of himself by the way separate from the whole acting thing and um but it's definitely a good look for for netflix and i just thought that was pretty cool and i wanted to share with you fine folks anyways guys and gals that is pretty much all i have for you guys this first episode to kick off the year 2018 again let's make this one a great one and by this one i'm referring to this year i wish you all your type your version of success and um, stick around for a little bit. Listen to some tunes. I usually wrap these shows up with, uh, if you're a new listener, usually wrap these shows up with uh, a song or two and um, do so right before the ending credits, which you can listen to if you want to listen to ways on how to support the podcast or how to get involved with the podcast in some way. Like I plug my, my uh, book that I do have out now. Uh, which is not a novel, it's a, it's a non-fiction book, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Just stay tuned. I'll give you guys all the details for all that good stuff. All right, until next time, catch you guys. Peace. Yo, yo, this makes, you know what I'm saying? You got niggas that don't like me for whatever reason. You got niggas that don't want to see me, bitch. You got niggas that's mad because I'm always with they bitch. Then you got niggas that just don't like me. You know, the, those PhD niggas. But you know, I pop a lot of shit, but I back it up, though. See, it's a difference. A lot of niggas pop shit, and a lot of niggas don't make hits. But it's like, this old bad boy shit, we come to bring it to y'all niggas. Me, B.I., Puff, Locks, whoever, Black Rock. If you want to dance, we dance. Now trick what, lace who? They ain't what mates do Got a lot of girls that I love to replace you Tell it to your face, boo, not behind your back Niggas talk shit, we never mind that Funny, never find that Puff a dime sack, write hot shit and Make a nigga say rewind that Niggas know, you go against the Harlem gigolo Get your hoe, lick a low, make the bitch trick it though I represent honeys with money, fly guys and gents Ride with the tents, that be 35% Foes hope I lay, so I look both ways Cops say it's okay, my tent smoke great No way, nigga leave without handing me my shit Got plans to get my land and my six Niggas out of town don't understand this shit Pop champagne like I won a championship Come on, come on. around the world and I, yeah, yeah And we been player-hated I don't know when, I don't know why would you like to receive a short email from me once a week you know that feeling you have on a monday at work when you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch have no fear the midday monday boost letter is here in this short weekly newsletter you will receive five things one is a photograph of the week from a photographer 
a podcast of the week i listen to tons of podcasts dozens and dozens of podcasts hundreds of episodes and i cherry pick the best ones and i share them with you here you'll also receive a video of the week which could be anything from a rap battle to a ted talk you receive a quote of the week something to let marinate in your mind and a word of the week so that you and i can both step up our vocab so if any of that sounds of interest to you check it out check out the subscribe page at spuntray.com forward slash subscribe drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one for any writers or creatives out there i have a questionnaire it's a five question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out it's located at spuntray.com forward slash questionnaire and what it is is five open-ended questions related to your craft it's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so what are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating what inspires you etc etc stuff like that and what i do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast now you can choose to remain anonymous if you choose to you have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire and if you do not choose to remain anonymous i give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on so i appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me as well as the rest of the listeners of the sponsored podcast which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire now you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways one way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on amazon using my affiliate links banner so the way that works is you go to sponsor.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page and there you will see a banner for amazon you literally just click on that and it takes you to amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do it does not cost you anything extra but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well. If you want to make a one-time uh, PayPal donation, feel free to do so. There's a PayPal donation button on there as well. Within that same tab, you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style store. Now, the Viral Style store is a store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a t-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no, I'm no Ralph Lauren or you know whoever designs Gucci stuff. <laughs> but... I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple t-shirts on there. One that says, for example, right need every day, which is a play off of Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogg's smoke weed every day. So it's right need every day. with like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt and uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the viral style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis if you become a Patreon supporter. Now, Patreon is pretty cool, and it 
there's a little um, video explanation of what it is and how it works, but I'll try to do my best to summarize it here. Basically, you sign on to Patreon, which is a free service for your account, and you can support not just myself, but any other uh, podcasters or creatives that also have Patreon pages. And you can choose to, for example, donate a dollar to them on a per episode basis. So the Sponsor Day podcast has two uh, episodes a month. So if you donate a dollar to it, it'll be two dollars a month, basically. And you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis. There are zero fees. You can cancel at any time. No hassle. No bullshit. And it's, uh, it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated. And also, it's not just like a, for example, uh, a PayPal donation, which is just that. But through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So if you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate three dollars per episode, you are a second tier supporter etc etc and it goes up to four tiers and each tier gets different things like uh tier one gets a free sponsored bookmark and a shout out on the podcast tier three gets uh gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc etc so check that out if you will and uh, visit my Patreon page at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Spun Today. Another great, amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it. This costs you absolutely nothing. Whether you listen on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps, please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends and family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spun Today. Like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. Subscribe to my YouTube page as well. All podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions. For example, with the random rant episodes, you know, I speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone, which is also available on YouTube. But you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks. So check that out. You can also support by checking out my book, Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. It's a quick short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation. And you can find out more about it at spontray.com forward slash books. There you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition, as well as a couple of audio excerpts. If you're interested, you can purchase it wherever books are sold. Kindle, iBooks, Kobo, in ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a Spun Today listener, I can also send you a free copy. 
right there on that same landing page at sponsor.com forward slash books. Drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.